If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Factory and has more. Apart from the Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Processing company, several pineapple farmers also received support expected to make the country increase its earnings from exports of pineapple products. Deputy Chief Executive of the Ghana Export Promotion Authority told journalists that the gesture will help farmers meet the growing demand for pineapple as the factory nears completion. There are a lot more people out there who also need our fresh pineapple and that is why we started this program to make sure that we enhance the capacity so that even if more are processed we can get more of the raw pineapples to also um, export. Agronomist for the Kumfi Fruits Processing Company, Kankam Baini, on his part disclosed that the factory will export fruits elsewhere since it is not yet ready for production. Raw material we have now. So we are going to schedule it. Maybe we are going to do only one batch of production. We are not going to do shift. If we are doing shift, the raw material will get finished within a short period. And even from the beginning, you know, the market test and those things will also we have because if not, we will produce a lot and you cannot sell. Is the market readily available? The market is available. This is going to be one of the biggest fruit production company. The authority has so far distributed about 20 million pineapple suckers to farmers across the country. Ebenezer Sabotis reports for Joy Business. Now, away from that, and government has been encouraged to adopt the concept of building and using innovation hubs in different sectors of the economy as a means to accelerate innovation in tertiary institutions. Now, the use of the innovation hubs, according to scholar and social innovator Makling Sabah, will cause a paradigm shift that will enable students to design and generate practical solutions together to end youth unemployment. Makling Sabah was speaking to Inshira Ado in a new episode of the Executive Lounge, which airs this weekend. We need innovation hubs an ecosystem that actually fosters or enhances young people's predilection to entrepreneurship. You're able to draw from the energies of many other people that share in your shoes, right? So if we have those on university campuses like Harvard does, I think for a very long time, Harvard had a problem of having, we lost Bill Gates, mm-hmm. we lost Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And so I think they sat down and thought about the fact that look, if we're losing many of our students because they have ideas and they don't have people who can nurture them, who can take them, handhold them, teach them how to go to market, the principles of business, mm-hmm. then that's an alumni resource that, you know, over the long pool we're losing because those can come back and provide us resources. So we need innovation hubs, I would say, planted within university systems as well. So that aside from your quintessential sociology and political science and classics that you're taking, you're also taking a mandatory, I would say, innovation and entrepreneurship education class. You might not end up being an entrepreneur, but you understand sort of the, the rudiments of, of how to run a business so that in the event that something came up, you'll you be were ready to, for it. Right. 
You can watch the full episode of The Best Minds on the Executive Lounge this Saturday at 6 p.m. on the Join Each Channel on Multi TV and Channel 421 on DSTV with a repeat broadcast on Sunday at 9.30 p.m. For Accra and the country to become the cleanest in Africa, Ghana would have to process... Ghana would have to process most of its biodegradable fraction of waste generates using waste to energy. Now, this will surely help us to move higher up the sanitation ladder and in the associated illness that comes with uncleanliness. As part of the Joy News Clean Ghana campaign, we examine the contribution of plastic waste to the waste menace in the country and the way forward in today's business journal. Deepening the advocacy for clean communities, Joy News has launched the Clean Ghana campaign to rally citizens to their civic responsibilities. Rounds by the news team and sanitation officials have shown that the plastic waste menace is indeed a nuisance to many. During a visit to Kwame Nkrumah Circle, one resident could not hide his frustration over the issue and blamed numerous hawkers for the problem. <laughs> I have warned them several times against littering, but they still do it. I even bought them some brooms to use to tidy the place, but all to no avail. The blame game might not be the solution to the world's $2.5 trillion danger. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, about 2.58 million metric tons of raw plastics are imported into Ghana annually, of which 73% effectively ends up as waste while only 19% is reused. Perhaps this could be the solution. This is about plastic. It's, it functions and works like a plastic, but it's not a plastic per se. And it's made from cassava starch and from organic oil. And put it in hot water, it can dissolve. Compared to our normal conventional plastic we see on the market, it cannot dissolve in hot water. Agroplast is a group of four young men who have a vision to fight plastic waste. How? By using organically derived components such as starch to create biodegradable plastic. George Nati explains that their passion to fight plastic waste led to the creation of the biodegradable plastic. As we're moving around every day, we see this plastic waste all over the country. One of our colleagues has done a research in school about using cassava for plastics. So we thought of why not we use this cassava that is going waste to make plastics, which will solve you know, all that we are seeing here. On that hygienic note, we bring the Joy Business Report of 1 to an end. Thanks for making time with us. Up next is Locker Room with George Addo Jr. Postman, I'm at the bank. Really? But your car is in front of your house. Bro, my bank on my phone, Charlie. Oh, how? Ecobank, bro. With Ecobank Mobile app, I can do everything, anywhere, anytime. Listen, I just checked my account balance, paid Amazon school fees, and sent money to my grandma at Wale Wale. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Masa, just download the Ecobank Mobile app from the Google Play Store or the App Store or dial star 770 hash and be your own bank manager. Manager, manager. Whether to pay bills or fees, to check account statements, send money across Ghana, abroad, and more. Ecobank Mobile app has got it covered. Ecobank Mobile, making everyday people live everyday lives the Ecobank way. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. May I please have your attention for the following announcements. In Sunna Ebusia Peni Nana Kosam, the Royal and Sunna Ebusia of Abakrampa and Mabo Ebura Dunkwa, Bishop Albert Yamsen Kumasi, Supi Kwame Sesa Kromanche, Obapini Aunt Oduma Anumabo, announced the eternal home call of their beloved. 
opinion possible banner for Hackman. Kwa Bentum, he died aged 83. Esther Marian Odako Hackman, nee Blankson, she died aged 75, which events occurred at the Ethian Quanta Hospital, second day, on the 22nd of May 2019 and the 4th of September 2019, respectively. Funeral arrangements are as follows. There will be no wake. The bodies will be laid in state on Friday the 13th of September 2019 at house number 19 Davis Avenue, Anaji, Takrade, from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pre-burial and burial service will take place at the Wesley Methodist Cathedral, 2nd D, from 7 a.m., followed by interment at Ketan Road Cemetery, 2nd D. Final funeral rites follows at Lagoon Side Hotel, Baka, Etri, 2nd D. Thanksgiving service will take place on Sunday, the 15th of September, 2019, at Wesley Methodist Cathedral, 2nd D, at 9 a.m. Children. Mr. Possible Banafu Hackman Jr., Dorcas Hackman, Nancy B. Sam, Mrs. Hilda Azaria, Mrs. Philomena Simpson, Mrs. Monica Johnson. Attire is black and white. That's all for the announcements. Thank you for your attention. For all your sports news in the locker room. Hello, I'm Sarah Mulkerns, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service for the very best of previews to the sporting weekend. Listen to George Addo Jr. on The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM with George Addo Jr. Football takes its place in the sporting space this weekend with Ghana's representatives in the Carpenter Club's competitions facing tricky hurdles. Asante Kotokora up against Tunisian Giants at 12 du Sahel in the second phase of the CAF Champions League prelims at the Babayara Sports Stadium on Sunday. Ashanti Gold equally have a tough assignment in the CAF Confederations Cup against Morocco's Aris Bekani at Olenkele Stadium in Obwasi. We have a special preview ahead. Equally across Europe, the international break is replaced by domestic football. Malaba, and the header is on target, and just like that, who else? Robert Lewandowski, a fantastic header that puts Bayern in front. Oh, it's a lovely turn by Coleman, oh, that's fantastic, brilliant, Lewandowski! Spearman at the far post, and that man is Suarez, and Suarez has scored the first goal of the Classico. Tony Kroos, goalkeeper's lost it, Real Madrid back, it's over the challenge, and Lionel Messi, against the odds, gives Barcelona the lead, to Gareth Bale, brilliant Bale. In Spain, holders Barcelona face Valencia in one of the testing games to come this season. Real Madrid play Levante, 
in Italy, Juventus face Fiorentina. In Germany, the RB Leipzig, Bayern Munich and Leverkusen, Borussia Dortmund games all make good cases for headliners. In France, Monaco are up against Marseille. In England, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs and Manchester United have a lot to think about as the season wears on. Swing towards Marseille! Scores an equaliser! It's a debut goal! And what a big one for Sheffield United! Chelsea did not look comfortable with their lead throughout the second half. Guero, first touch, brilliant. Does he come left for Bernardo? He does. Bernardo is in. First touch, set him up. Second touch, finds the bottom corner. And now 25 yards out, curls one goal, and it's deflected in! Aubameyang got there! Stretched out a leg! That was a snaffling striker's finish from Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, and it's 2-2! Frank Lampard's Chelsea are up for a stiff Wolves test. Arsenal face Watford, while Spurs and Manchester United will be looking to back up their ideas as Liverpool and holders Manchester City charge on. Analysis to come. If you'd like to send us a message and reacting to a question of the day, We'll love to read them via social media accounts, joy slash 9.7 on Facebook, on WhatsApp 0244 or tweet at us at joysportsgh. We'll be in China to preview the semifinals and finals of the ongoing 2019 FIBA Basketball World Cup and in the USA for a prelude to the WBO Super Welterweight title fight between Ghana's Patrick Alote and Mexican Jamer Muguer. Time to talk about what the world is talking about in the world of sports. Hello from me, George Adder Jr., and welcome to Preview Friday. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. Started the continent, of course, with the CAF Interclub competitions to come. Two of those games here in Ghana at the Barbera Sports Stadium. So, representatives of the CAF Champions League, Kumasi Asante Kodoko, will take on Tunisian Giants at Twilight du Sahel in the first leg of the prelims. Of course, that may lead to reaching the money zone. Kotoko have been fine tuning in the Shanti regional capital, and the Tunisian counterparts have joined them ahead of Sunday's class. So, what are we to expect on the pitch? Lava Femmes, Kelvin Ouzwansa joins me with some analysis on the phone from Kumasi. Thanks, Kelvin. What have you gathered so far from both camps in terms of preparations? Thank you very much, George. Uh, we've had a very solid um, uh, uh, put-up from Asante Kotoko and uh, right from the game that was suspended last Sunday, all because of the their preparations towards that game clearly gave an indication that we were just put into the right mode for the uh, game against the Tordis Sahel. They've been in up on it right after Sunday. They've had normal training sessions from Monday till yesterday where they had um, uh, a practice game at the Dako Jackson Sports Complex. Uh, that is a class training facility. 
no major injuries in camp. The return of Sonny Akobai was very impressive yesterday, banging in a couple of goals and looking forward to uh, becoming um, uh, a major card for coach Zeto Zakaris. And in the absence of Nabi Kita, who picked up a red card in the last game against Kanopila. So for uh, Asante Kotoko, they've really had a, a very good preparation, very, um, uh, do I say, motivated. And then they seem to have had all the concentration that they will need. Very few negatives uh, about them, uh, unlike previous times where you'd be having a number of issues surrounding their campaign. I think that we've seen we've seen the best of most. And yesterday, speaking to a couple of the players, they were very um, positive ahead of the game that they should really defy all the odds. Many think that as well. I have a very solid side, but they think that with enough um, uh, motivation and very good preparation and with uh, solid um, uh, uh, support from their fans. They can make it for a tour to Sahel. Well, they've also been on the quiet. They are even expected to land into the country and uh, into the capital later um, this afternoon. But um, they've also been very quiet despite um, their, their number of um, worries when it comes to um, fifth players. But you should expect a lot from them. They've been out of the news trying to stay away from um, uh, uh, a lot of uh, media attention, but uh, clearly they seem to have also put their attention for a team that has been consistent in Africa in the last decade, the Champions League and the Confederation Cup. You can't just write them off. It's interesting how Kumasi Asante Kotoko fans warm up for a game. And like you made the point about the Kumasi Asante Kotoko Hearts of Oak President's Cup game that did not come on. They should be pretty much in the mood. But what's been the accession, if you speak to the fans, on how difficult they think this game will be? Well, honestly, most of the fans really think this is the most difficult time for them in the last week uh, seasons they've been in Africa. They feel that this is the game where they can really make very good judgments of their team and the level they are when it comes to building themselves back to their glory days in Africa. They feel that it's not going to be an easy task for them. It's not going to be an easy challenge. And judging from the recent game that the Ghana Black uh, Metrios played against Algeria in Accra and settled for a one or draw, they feel that North Africans are very dangerous. And looking at the pedigree of a 12, they expect a very tough challenge. But all they want is a victory from their team, at least a victory to console um, uh, uh, them from uh, the previous um, worries that they've been through. They believe that they have a very good team and motivated with that strong squad to make sure they can match it throughout this Sahel, boot for boot. They are very positive that they are going to have the victory, but as in whether it's going to be convincing is uh, where there seems to be skepticism. But uh, trust me, the fans are very ready for the game and they believe that their team would definitely defy all odds, win the game here at the Barbara Sports Stadium. But when and by the number of goals, three or four, is what seems to be questionable among the fans. Well, Kelvin, then let's talk Kotoko because you know what? Uh, they'll be looking to grab the advantage ahead of the second leg in Tunis. But what is the update on men available? Well, clearly, um, a lot of men available in here for Kumasi Asante Kotoko. They need to be very cautious uh, with regards to their lateral defense. And that, that seems to be where Etuel, Dizahel, and most North Africans uh, have their strength. You look at Etuel and they always try to build from uh, the flanks, that is from the lateral areas, join the midfield and then we just spread again through the flanks to, to cut back through uh, for, uh, your right and left back or off, off their opening. But for Santico to have um, almost all the players available with the exception of Nabi Keita who was suspended. Steven Aiku is still struggling with um, staying set back. Uh, in his absence, uh, there are a lot of uh, very good centre-backs, Wahab, 
uh, Adams is uh, around. Um, Abi Mohammed will join for the, from the Ghana Black Matthews camp. And then they still have Ajiman Bedou in there. Emprim Dacosta is a makeshift uh, right back uh, who is being used there. So if, if it becomes difficult, he drops him in there. At right back, that is where many would call for Gerson Sefa to be in there. He seems to be very solid. He hasn't had enough games this season. But almost all the full um, complements of the team are readily available, including Sonia Yakuba, who missed the team's uh, last two games and then the previous games that it played in all other competitions. So they have a very uh, good squad and then um, set squad for this game on Sunday. All right. I think we have to end with what you think in terms of who is playing where in the starting lineup for Kumasiya Santa Kotoko. Well, definitely, Jetson Zakarasin would not be suspected to make any changes. If there should be any changes based on advice from um, his scouts and the other technical team members, he should put Augustine Sifat right back. Uh, knowingly, he has that ability, versatile experience. He's played in Africa for a number of years. And then Emphim Dakota will be uh, dropped to the bench. Habib Mohammed with his current form and his just-ended performance uh, 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 on Tuesday for the Ghana Black Knights qualifying for the Olympic Games should partner. That is what Howard Adams in central defense. And then um, Patrick Yabwaso maintains his position at left back. It made no justice Blaze expected to be in there. Jordan Opoku now has his registration issue sorted, so he should be the main link between the midfield from Blaze to the attack and on the flanks you can trust Emmanuel Gentry and then Kelvin Matthew Andor to be playing there right behind the main striker they put Augustin Okra behind that is um, Richard Arthur that is what is likely but should there be any changes Sonia Yakuba probably will partner the main striker after, but it doesn't look too um, um, likely because he hasn't played uh, any competitive game in the last four months for and trust you me, um, the sickest pair of fans the captain for the team, Felix Anand, would be in Kelvin Ousuansa will be in the sunshine or in the rain in 48 hours at the Barbera Sports Stadium. Thank you very much. As we keep our taps on the Asante Kotoko at all the Sahel clash. You're welcome, George. So let's slide into Obuasi where the CAF Confederations Cup action between Ashanti Gold and Morocco Powerhouse, Aris Bekane, will take place with a lot of premium plays on the home advantage and a good scoreline ahead of the second leg. Ash Gold have been busy at the Linkley Stadium from where African football expert Noor Adams is based and joins me on the line. Thank you very much, Noor, for your time. So, we know Aris Bekani got into town a clear week ahead of Saturday's showdown. How much does that speak of their preparedness for this clash? Uh, well, um, Bekani are still in pre-season. I think they, they lost in the Morocco Africa, that's the Trump Cup. So they decided to intensify their training before they play as good on Saturday. That's why they decided to, to, to come to Ghana very early to acclimatize. Now, they, they arrived in Ghana on Tuesday. They are going to stay in Kumase um, until the match is over. They, they, they are currently training at the Opokua School. They will come to Obwase to train on Friday, go back to Kumase, then um, back to Obwase on Saturday to play the game. I think. Um, that alone speaks well of how organized they are, how difficult they can be, and the threat they can pose on Ashgood on Saturday. Right. Uh, no, let's stick with Aris Bekani. Tell me, how organized have they been over uh, the last few months in African football? Of course, we know the pedigree, you know, and uh, what they have been doing. Well, Bekani, Bekani is an unknown side. They are now making sure they get into the limelight in African football. Um, they were finalists in the last edition of the CAF Congregation Cup. They still have most of their players around. I think they are, they lost 
Kojo Fodola, who was their leading striker. They also lost their, their goalkeeper, Abdelilah Mamdi. But they still have most of the players around, which um, they are 35-year-old skipper, Mohamed Aziz, still around. They have Isufu Dayo, Burkina Bay International, still in the team. They have Jibri Watara, also from Burkina Faso. They have Labinaji, one of the best known players in Morocco football currently. So, um, Bekani still have the, the, the squad there. They still have the team that can um, send them through to another final in the Cup competition Cup. But there is an Ashgood side um, who are also looking to make history. The last time Ashgood went far in the African campaign was 1997 when they, they got to the finals. Um, against Raja Casablanca, losing on penalty. Um, since then, Ashgood have struggled to, to get to even the good stages of the Cup Champions League or Cup Competition, and they think this is the time um, for, for, for that to happen. So, Ashgood have also prepared. They have all their players have available, and I think it's going to be a big game on Saturday. Just that Ashgood will have to get a score and that will give them the advantage in the second leg in two weeks' time. So, Nuno, what would you consider a good first leg result? And how do you expect Ashanti Gold to go about getting this? It's not going to be easy. But I think Ashgold, looking at um, the kind of repression so far, I think getting a 3-0, 4-0 scoreline will be very, very good for them. Because if they are able to go to Bekani, get a goal, make sure they defend well, they, they, they can sell through on that point. Um, I think... The, the coach should, should make sure he avoids most most crosses coming from both the left and right because you know these North Africans because they have um, that that height they always believe in crosses because one two can get them a goal and if they get a goal that's an advantage to them so I think um, Ricardo Darocha and his boys have, have watched Bekani videos they've, they've studied Bekani and they know what to do on Saturday to make sure they get um, the needed results. Let's talk about men available for Ashanti Gold and uh, who is likely to play where? Well, um, with the exception of um, Richard Osei Adman, who is um, battling for fitness, I think all the other players are available. So um, it's likely we will see Frank Boatin starting in post. We have Kudam at the right back. The left back is going to be Eric Donko. The central defensive pair will be Yusuf Mubarak and Richard Ajman. If Ajman failed to recover, Musa Mohammed will be there to, to fit in. In midfield, we have Apia Makati. We have Marco Aurelio da Silva from Brazil. Then James Akame Up front, we are going to have Emos Ade. We have Shafi Mumuni and Mark Ejekum. These are the likely 11 for, for Ashwood on Saturday. And I think this team is capable of beating Ares Bekani. Right. Uh, Nuno, let's talk about the other big games. Of course, here in Ghana, we know on Sunday we've got the game between the Tordi Sahel and Kumasiya Santekotoko. That apart, what can we talk about in terms of some big clashes in this round? Um, well, in the Cup Champions League, we have GS Kabili playing against Royal AC. It's, it's a big game. Um, it, it has been some years now we, we, we last heard of GS Kabili. Looking at how they qualified against of Sudan, I think playing against Warrior is going to be very, very difficult. Warrior have been very, very consistent, and I think they have the team to, to battle the um, GS Kabili. But, you know, North, North African teams are always strong to, to play. So, um, it's going to be a big game. 
Um, Aimba International of, of Nigeria will be playing against Al Helal Club of Sudan, and that's another big game. I think Aimba is having that advantage, but Helal can disturb them. Generation Foot of Senegal against Zamalek. I think that game is going also going to be very very tough for both teams. Uh, Pedro Atletico from Angola playing against KCCAFC of Uganda is also another big game. Everybody mm. would like to watch the last big game in Cup Champions League is going to be Young Africans of Tanzania against Zesco United, which I think is also going to be very very cagey. In the Cup Conversion Cup, CR Belisdad of Algeria playing against Pyramids FC of Egypt. Paradu AC of Algeria also playing against CS Faction is going to be another big game. Paradu AC is a very young team. They are trying to make sure they get to the elite um, elite, elite status in African football. Playing against CS Faction, semi-finalist, last cup, conversion cup. I think that game is also going to be a very mm. country one. Apart from New Adams will be at the Boisil and Clay Stadium to watch the game between Ash Gold and Aris Bekane with, with a lot of updates and of course we'll be hearing from him. Uh, thank you very much, Nuhu, for your time on the show. All right, so we still stick here on the locker room on Joy 99.7 FM. It's just about time to get into the Joy Sports BBC two-way series. There's, of course, a big interview coming up later on the show. You need to watch out for that. The Ghana Insurance Companies, of course, are ready for the big-time game. So we're taking place at the Bema Cup Sports uh, Complex. All of that to come. But for now, though, I had a great chat with the BBC's John Bennett. Let's enjoy this, and I'm back with more. For the time this weekend, and it's such a special weekend that beckons with the exit of international break. So let's start with some lingering issues then. And Neymar was back and scoring for Brazil. Is that a great indication of things to come for PSG this season? Yeah, I think Neymar will be motivated for Paris Saint-Germain this season. Obviously, there there are concerns because he, he wanted to go to Barcelona. That's clear. There are concerns from PSG fans that they might have a Neymar who is sulky, who doesn't want to play. But all the indications are that his teammates like him, that he's been full of smiles in training, that he's eager to get back on the pitch. And he's got something to prove, I think, as well, because maybe in the back of his mind he thinks that Barcelona didn't try hard enough to sign him. Maybe the people are writing him off as not being one of the best players in the world. The difficulty will be repairing the relationship with the Paris Saint-Germain fans. I think that has been strained, particularly with the ultras, the most vocal fans at the Parc des Princes. He will have difficulties there, but I don't think he'll have difficulties with the coach. I don't think he'll have difficulties with his teammates. He'll make his return this weekend against Strasbourg, we believe, and then it's the Champions League against Real Madrid, and we know that Neymar comes alive in these games. What we hope for Neymar and Paris Saint-Germain is that he can stay fit at the crucial times of the season. Twice now, he's he's fallen injured, hasn't he, when it's come to the, the back end of the season, the business end of the season. That's when Paris Saint-Germain really need him for last 16 games for quarterfinal games uh, so hopefully he stays fit for those matches and they can look after him what what an attack they have Paris Saint-Germain if everyone is fit with Icardi, Cavani, Mbappe and Neymar and yeah I think we'll see the best of Neymar this season I hope so anyway Let's talk the English Premier League and Frank Lampard's Chelsea face the tricky Wolf side and what will be a testing situation 
Will Lampard find equilibrium between attack and defence and manage the difficult shuttle well enough? Yeah, some massive games to come for Chelsea and I wouldn't underestimate how big this Wolves game is as well. Everyone's looking towards the Liverpool game. Everyone's looking towards the, the start of the Champions League. But remember, Wolverhampton Wanderers, they always seem to take points off big six teams, didn't they, last season at Molyneux. Uh, they're set up to play against the so-called big teams with their counter-attacking style. Nuno Espirito Santo sets them up really well against teams that normally would it would be expected to beat them. And I think we'll see a different Wolves this weekend as well because at the start of the season, the first four games, they're always having to play Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday because of the Europa League qualifiers. Now the qualifiers are over. The Europa League gets going, the group stage on Thursday. So some Wolves players who weren't involved in international duty would have had two weeks to rest, to recuperate, to train, to get organised again. And I think that is going to really pay dividends this weekend for Wolverhampton Wanderers. I could see Chelsea struggling a bit this weekend. We've seen glimpses. They can play some good football, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. But they haven't put a 90-minute performance together. And that is a bit of a concern, a bit of a worry for me. I think Chelsea have a massive battle on their hands to get into the top four and perhaps even a battle on their hands to get into the top six this season. Manchester United are up against Leicester City in another duel which will potentially produce the odd result. Leicester have looked good. Manchester United not exactly. What do they need to improve in order to prevent another loss? Yeah, I think this is the game of the weekend and that's not just because of my Leicester City bias but uh, Manchester United, for me, could struggle to get into the top six this season, the way they are, they are playing, their weaknesses in midfield, their weaknesses at the back, their weaknesses up front as well after getting rid of Sanchez, getting rid of Lukaku. Can Marcus Rashford, can Anthony Martial really carry that burden of scoring 20, 25 goals this season? I'm not so sure. And then you've got Leicester City who are on the up, playing really well, third in the table. They are dreaming, and Ben Chilwell said this, they are believing that they could finish in the top six this season. And what better way to prove you're a top six side than by trying to beat a big six team in their own backyard, Manchester United at Old Trafford. Last season, Leicester against Manchester United at Old Trafford. Leicester completely dominated the game and lost it. They, they didn't take their chances. They must take their chances this weekend. I think this is going to be a wonderful game. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer under a bit of pressure after their poor start to the season. Leicester feeling a bit of freedom going into this game. Jamie Vardy, the Leicester striker, up against his good friend Harry Maguire, who left Leicester City over the transfer window, became the most expensive defender in the world. He's had a couple of moments when he hasn't looked at his best so far in a Manchester United shirt and an England shirt this season. So, yeah, this is going to be a wonderful game of football at Old Trafford. Well, Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp hopefully should have resolved the little disharmony in his camp between Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah ahead of the Newcastle clash at Anfield. Can Newcastle, though, give the Reds anything to worry about? I can't see it. I know Newcastle surprised, you know, have came up with a surprise this season already. You know, they've, they've picked up a couple of decent results, beating Tottenham. But I, I just can't see Newcastle worrying this Liverpool team, both in attack or defence. And I think Newcastle have some decent defenders. I really like Cher 
but when you've got Salah, when you've got Firmino, when you've got Mane in full form, in full fitness, at full flight, I think Newcastle are really going to struggle. And that's why I've made Mohamed Salah the captain of my fantasy football team this weekend, George, because I think Liverpool could rack up a few goals in this game. I don't think Newcastle have the same organisation that they had under Rafa Benitez. And uh, yeah, Newcastle could struggle uh, against Liverpool for me. Finally, let's talk about the games that will catch your eye, aside the obvious. I guess Arsenal, Watford, Manchester City, Norwich will be top of this agenda. Yeah, Kike Sanchez-Flores back at Watford. Who would have guessed this? I, I think many people saw that uh, Javi Grazia's sacking was coming. I think we could see that coming from a long way off, couldn't we? Uh, he started the season poorly. They ended the season poorly. Watford, they don't hesitate to sack managers, do they? So I, I think it's fascinating to see what Kike Sanchez-Flores will do. He was very popular. I've spoken to Odion Agallo a number of times about that that season, 2015-2016, when Kike Sanchez-Flores came in and did really well. He's popular with the players. Norwich City against Manchester City. Wow, this is going to be one for the attackers because Norwich, they keep it open at the back. Manchester City will go for it. I could see Norwich scoring in this game. Timo Puki is Timo Puki is only not scored in one game this season, so he could get on the score sheet. Uh, elsewhere, I, I re I'm really interested in the Sheffield United against Southampton game. Southampton have been struggling. Sheffield United, massive confidence boost, taking a point at Stamford Bridge. And what about Crystal Palace as well? With Jordan Ayew in top form, he's just won the Crystal Palace Player of the Month award. He is in amongst the goals. He's full of confidence. They're playing Tottenham Hotspur away from home. Tottenham haven't been at their best. Crystal Palace have won their last two Premier League matches. Maybe an upset. And maybe Jordan Ayew can get on the score sheet again. Live on radio. Live online. This is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. Mexicans are very tough in boxing. And, and I, know, I know it very well. You know, every, every boxer with the uh, training plan that you plan for him. And I've watched Jamel Mugwai for a couple of days and I've seen some of his skills and I've, 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 I'm training towards some of his counter that I'll use on him when the day comes. Yeah, well, you know, I've been outside Europe before and so I don't fear. Boxing next and Ghana's Patrick Alute is up for a massive challenge of the WBO Super Welterweight Champion, Jamie Munguia. The undefeated Mexican world champion is obviously Alute's biggest opponent in 43 fights. Jamie Munguia will be looking to defend his WBO junior middleweight title for the fifth time against Patrick Alute at the Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, USA. Now, Ghanaians have found fighting Mexicans difficult lately, and it remains to be seen how Patrick will approach this bout. Joining me with some perspective then is Joy Sports editor Nathaniel Lato, and that, well, isn't this a bit too much work for Patrick Alote? Or really, it's worth the adventure? Not exactly, George. I mean, Patrick Alote has fought his way up to this stage. And um, he's earned whatever we see him do right now. Um, before you earn such big bouts, you need to fight in Eliminators, which he's done. Um, he fought for the title, defended it twice, which puts him there in, in good place um, to fight, you know, against uh, Jamey Munguia. Now, the thing with Mexican boxers, and for that matter, champions, is that they have a certain mindset. They have a fighter's mentality. They have um, a bullish attitude when it comes to preparing themselves. And they can be very terrible in the ring when they want to. And when you look at the, the, you know, that, that chain of, of, of champions, uh, Jamey Munguia, 
um, Gilberto Ramirez at, at, at middle way. Mm. When you look at Emmanuel Navarrete, who recently defend, uh, you know, defended his title again against uh, you know, Isaac Dogbe. It just tells you, George, that um, there is a certain breed of Mexican world champions who have you know, a lot of inspiration as well. And to also think that uh, Munguia has a big tower as Oscar de la Hoya as inspiration. Mm. I mean, a compatriot as Oscar de la Hoya as inspiration. It just tells you that the man will always go in all guns blazing. It, I do not think that it is as too much for Alote to, to, you know, he's in the, the sport of boxing. He wants to become great. So when opportunities like these comes, come, uh, he, had to, he has to step on, you know, step on the stage and make sure that he delivers. Um, yes, it is a very, very tough task. I mean, this is the biggest fight of his career. This is the biggest opponent yet that he's come across. And so... Um, you know, we need to place everything in perspective mm. here. When you look at his record, obviously, uh, with the 40, 40, 40 plus fights that, you know, um, uh, you know, Patrick has had, there is good experience in that this is not the first time that he's fighting outside of his comfort zone of Ghana. I mean, remember that recently, Bukum Banku fought in the UK and it was a big deal. Why was it a big deal? Because... Um, you know, everybody was saying, look, you're always fighting your comfort zone. Step out of your comfort zone. Because the truth is that with every champion that Ghana has produced, each of them have had to take their title. 99% of them have had to take their titles away from Ghana. Mm. So so we need to place all of that in perspective. So um, it sure is a very, very tough one. And um, I think that it is about the way that... Uh, Patrick Alote will place his mind and the way he'll psych himself up for this very big it, it's one. It's important that because, you know, you, you had a chat with him mm. and he made the point about fighting in the US. That's a big deal, isn't it? So, so basically what he was saying was that, look, when it comes to intimidating crowds, when it comes to uh, not-so-friendly crowds, he's seen some of it. Mm. I mean, he's had four fights outside of Ghana and, um, you know, one of them has been in the US, he's done one in Sweden, he, he's done one, uh, you know, in the UK as well, and then one in um, in Zambia. So, so he's he's been around, you know. So he's got that experience. I mean, he has a full feel of what it means to be standing out of your territory. Uh, because you see, if you listen to the words of Bukum Banku, then it tells you that whenever a boxer is in his comfort zone, there is a plus psychologically. Yeah. So he was telling me that look, um, it's about the way you place your mind, and he has already placed his mind in such a way that. He is going in there to deliver the goods in the ring. He doesn't want to think about his uh, surroundings because mm. that's the way the fight is going to go anyway, you know. And then, yeah. Let, let's, let's just deal with So we look forward to what he will be doing there, Patrick Alote, in that one. But of course, there's a lot to come up. We're reminding you of first take later this evening. We have uh, loads of insurance companies joining us as we prepare for the 2019 games to take place tomorrow. But here in the studio, I've got a lovely bunch. And we're going to do a little bit um, of what you are to expect tomorrow. Uh, In studio, yes, I've got the... 
president of the Ghana Insurance Association. Now, uh, Ms. Arita Duku is here. I've also got uh, Mr. Kinsley Kwabasan, who is the uh, acting CEO. Yes, Yae. And we've got Maoli Zubinu as well. But we have to do this really quickly. How are we all doing? How are you all doing? We've got There's a massive support. There's a massive support here. But let me go straight to um, you, know, the president. And of course, it's good to have you in the studio. What are you expecting? How good has all of this been for you? And what should we expect tomorrow? Well, you should expect a lot of fun. And if you have been following, you see how our 57 or so thereabout members really engaging and bragging about how good they are. This in itself is not just about the games, but the ultimate aim, Hmm. which is to try and bring awareness of what insurance is about and promote insurance. So tomorrow is, if you like, is the beginning of our 13-week campaign starting on the 24th of September. So we're very excited and thank you so far for your support Uh, also. uh, It's really good. We've been hearing all the CEOs bragging. We hope to see them tomorrow doing the do. But uh, let let me talk to Mr. Kinsley. Kinsley, how are you doing? Oh, get closer to your microphone. Very, very are, are you sure you're fine? Are you sure you're ready? Yes, I am. You are looking good in your, your yellow and green jerseys. It's looking yeah. good. Uh, what are you expecting tomorrow? Tomorrow, we expect fun and loads of surprises. And um, I'm told that we've had people from outside training in Spain and other countries. Mm. So we just to ensure yes, that yes. they are fit for the, for the games. Mm. And so we all very very poised to ensure that the game becomes what it is in fact one of the companies i thought i had the mdc you're bringing about 52 countries from the africa cup of nations but <laughs> we have only 24 countries in the africa cup of nations is good uh, maoli has been it's been interesting putting all of this together uh, how would you describe the journey so far oh very exciting it's been very very exciting and we expect a lot of um, excitement tomorrow <laughs> Um, as we speak, I learned the flights have been fully booked <laughs> from uh, Afghanistan, Afghanistan. to Argentina. <laughs> some players from Afghanistan. Uh, yeah, oh, I some see. players are even from Zimbabwe. Oh, I see. Why Zimbabwe? <laughs> and they are all flying down this mm. afternoon mm. for tomorrow's games. And uh, such insurance companies are competing against those of us who are training here locally. Locally. Mm-hmm. I know some companies are in Ogopo training. <laughs> there are some in Brekum training. Well. Okay, there are some good. in Zulezu training. And it's going to be full of excitement tomorrow. Right. Thank you very much, uh, the Ghana Insurance Association, for coming in there. I'll be hearing from some of the insurance companies, of course. Yeah. Uh, you make some noise. Bye-bye. Let me see you guys. Yeah. So I'm going to allow the others to come in and let me have a feel. I've got, is it Star Life? Star Life, you're, you're looking too too slow for me. Star Life, are you ready? Star Life, are you sure you're ready? <laughs> Champion, 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 all right, so uh, what's the coach who's the leader for the team this afternoon? Uh, I'm the coach. Oh, yeah, get, get yeah. close. Coachy, Coachy, what are we to expect from Star Life? Oh, my team just dropped from Dubai. Ah, from Dubai. Uh, okay. oh, that's good, huh? We are doing residential camping at um, New Edubiase. New Edubiase. Oh, nice. So I'll fly them tomorrow nice. morning and they will land at Bema Camp. Nice. Sharp. Sharp. 
You are winning everything. Oh, winning everything. That's why you're singing champion, 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 champion. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Uh, just a quick one from you. Yeah, so you see, a lot of the insurance companies are bragging. Yeah. But there's no But you're also bragging. I call yourself champion. We have the records to prove Oh, okay. Okay, the records. This is something we're doing all the time. Normal. So Star Life is here. We are the solid partners. And we are here to win all the games. You've got a lot of CEO has been in Dubai for the past two months. Okay. Training for the penalty. Okay. Okay, okay, Star. Star Life, Star Life, thank you very much. Thank stop, you. Stop, stop. Your final shout before you step out of this place. Let me hear you make some noise. Star Life, Star Life. Hey, you already call it a champions. Enterprise, Enterprise. Your, your advantage. Enterprise. Your advantage. Your advantage is what you're winning tomorrow. Is that what you're telling us? Hands down, we are winning everything. Okay, let me hear from you. What have you guys been putting together? Okay, so George, you've heard all the other companies talking about campaign from Dubai and yeah. all that. Yeah. We are using this opportunity to restore Ghana football and Ghana sports in general. So tomorrow for Enterprise, we are going to stick to the original concept of football developed by the late Samadi, the hey, multi-system from Ghana, which started age. from the famous Barcelona 92 team hey. that gave Africa its first hey. medal in football and ultimately crowned by the Starlet 95 team. Wow! So watch out for Enterprise. Wow. It will be full of fire and we will give them the advantage. Quick word from you as well. Yes, as a coach, you know that the your team, coach has been studying the team is mm. going to play with high intensity like high this. intensity yes high octane football we are going to come up with wonderful goals that will, you, you you want to you want to um, um, put it on mm. your records mm. for life for life yeah. thank you very much enterprise just sure. a final shout enterprise make some money your advantage okay your advantage uh, let me bring in activa right ghana union Ghana Union Insurance. Assurance, sorry. Ghana Union. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm giving some information right now. I've been giving some information. The GIA president is with you, right? Yeah! yeah. This we is can. a serious we matter. Can. We can. Uh, Mr. Duku, I mean, uh, this is a serious matter. Are we sure everything is going to be fair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So everything's going to be fair, but tell me about the training of your team and oh, what you've been doing. Gosh, in the the training has been phenomenal. Ah. We are ever so ready. You see, I heard Sunu Assurance mentioning today that they're going to come like Kakai. Kakai, yes. They say we are coming like double Kakai. Double Kakai. Oh, oh. Uh, they, they also said we're coming. They also said we're coming. Pa, 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 pa. pa. We're doing pa, pa. We are doing double pa. Pa, pa, pa. What was We had. Glyco was Glyco. saying that they've been to Spain. They've Why go Spain. to Spain? When they can come and learn how to oh, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we had the mm. Muhammad Ali tactics from Enterprise. Yes, Enterprise. We're not going that way. We're not going that oh, way. No, 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 no. Simple. We're going the real way. Real way. The, our results tomorrow mm. would justify our bragging. Wow.
Okay. I don't even know why we don't have Joy FM insurance. Mr. Just before we go, I, I, I need you to crown all we've done. And can you invite all the insurance companies, and of course, those who love to watch as well, to come over. Before that, there's an invitation for all the insurance companies later at the Labadi Beach Hotel, Lagoon Bar. We're expecting you all to chill, but let's hear from you. Thank you very much. First of all, let's say thank you to Joy, the multimedia for the support has been immense. We're extremely grateful. We know that for insurance, for instance, most, most of the time, with the insurance industry gets a bad name. And we thought it's about time that we use this platform hmm. to also tell you the very good things that insurance companies can do. Right. And who better to work with but you people, the media, right. that has the ability to make good things happen. That's right. That's right. We're starting tomorrow just so that we'll gear ourselves for the 13 week that we're about to embark on, mm. where we educate and also address the areas that really need working. We're not oblivious to that. We are very much aware of that. Tomorrow, we're saying to all our 57 members, whether you have a team or not, we know that some are a bit afraid because some of the bragging has really got to some people's game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So right. they should come across, mm. come outside, have fun, be jolly. That's the most important thing. The team spirit should be built mm. in preparedness for the 13 weeks. Wow. So that's my message to wow. them. Great, We're great stuff. Have fun. Okay. And the theme is claims payment. Oh. Our wow. business. Claims payment. That's our, our business. business. And I, right. I think we couldn't have said it any better. That's right. You would agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll be sorted much. out with all the insurance oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you are ensuring yes. everything from my voice to oh, my. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Your final shout. Thank you so much. Okay, they're, they're, they're moving out of the studios, but there's, there's definitely more to come at the Labadi Beach Hotel uh, when we come your way with first take. It's one that you have to look forward to. But of course, uh, I can steal some time now, though. Uh, there's some good games to look forward to. Um, the Chelsea fans are getting quite scared, but Joy Sports Moses Yawa has put this together. Season's La Liga champions Barcelona and Copa del Rey winners Valencia face off in match day four standout fixture. It's hardly been a great opening to the new campaign for Barcelona and Valencia, who both have a modest four points on the board from their first three La Liga outings. Atletico Madrid will look to extend their 100% start to the campaign when they stand alone La Liga leaders for the first time since they were crowned champions in 2014 face Real Sociedad at Anueta. And Eden Hazard is finally fit and should come in as a straight swap to make his full debut for Real Madrid when they host Levante after consecutive draws. In the Bundesliga, RB Leipzig look to remain the only side with a 100% record when they host reigning champions Bayern Munich at the Red Bull Arena on Saturday evening. Playing catch-up to these teams is fifth place Borussia Dortmund after losing to Union Berlin will go all out at the Signal Iduna Park against Bayer Leverkusen on match day four. One of Italy's biggest rivalries returns this weekend as Juventus meet Kevin Prince Boateng's Fiorentina. Maurizio Sarri is also returning to Italian football as the coach is fighting fit again and set for his touchline debut with the old lady. Carlo Ancelotti's Napoli host Sampdoria. Odinis travel to Inter Milan and Roma face Sassiolo. Elsewhere, PSG host Strasbourg in League A. And in the Premier League, league leaders with 100% record Liverpool entertain Newcastle on Saturday's early kickoff. Manchester United host Leicester City. Jordan Ayew's Crystal Palace journey to Tottenham Hotspur. Chelsea face Wolves away and inform Temo Pokis Norwich who's free-scoring champions Manchester City.
And of course, uh, there were some good stories to talk about in basketball. If you're following the Basketball World Cup, the FIBA World Cup ongoing in China, you know that, yes, Spain have made it to the final after beating Australia there. And of course, there's the second semi final uh, ongoing it's between France and Argentina. We'll be posting all of that on our website. You need to get into that. Yao Minta, a basketball expert, had to go into why the USA failed. And uh, while we've had such an erratic um, competition so far, and we talk about the African performances as well. But also to remind you that the UEFA Champions League commentary on Joy 99.7 FM in partnership with Supersport DSTV will start next week, Tuesday. We're starting it all again. Watch out for the build-up. Uh, we're starting with Napoli versus Liverpool. That will be on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we'll come your way with Atletico Madrid and Juventus. Quite a lot to look forward to there. My name is George Adegina. That's it for our show this afternoon. Well, thanks to the entire team for making this work out. Remember that tomorrow at the Bemakamp Sports Complex, we're coming away with the Ghana Insurance Companies Games. And there is a lot in there. Uh, till we meet next week, be good. <laughs>